Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Today on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. Someone at a Lee Zeldin for Governor rally attacked and tackled the candidate last night. What is he doing? Why did they let him get up there? A fire raged all night off the Garden State Parkway in North Jersey, forcing families from a burning building to a steamy street virtually eradicated. Polio turns up in Rockland County. Get the vaccination at this point. I'm Sean Adams in Pomona. We will dip into the news archives for the hottest day ever recorded in our area. How hot was it? That's coming up in today's 88 Seconds in Sound. Yeah, it is hot already. It's uh, 80 or above in much of the New York area at an early hour. And uh, Craig Allen in the Weather Center says this heat wave is not done yet. We're maybe about halfway through. We'll get his full details coming up. Friday, July 22nd. Good morning. I'm Steve Scott. I'm Wayne Cabot. This is Lee Zeldin, candidate for governor, campaigning last night in a small town outside Rochester. A man jumped him yelling, you're done. (laughs) Zeldin, Republican candidate, approached outside a VFW hall in Fairport, New York, by a man who grabbed him by the arm and fought him down to the ground. Somebody in the crowd yelled, he's got a knife. Folks jumped into action, helping Zeldin fight off his attacker. Not clear exactly what the attacker was brandishing. It was sharp, whatever it was. Police took a man into custody last night wearing sunglasses and an Iraq War veteran hat. As for Lee Zeldin, he continued his speech and said he is resolute as ever to make New York safe again. An apartment building burned in the heat of a summer night, forcing families out into the streets this morning and growing so fast that East Orange firefighters had to call for backup. Flames shot out of 161 Prospect Street, a tidy four-story brick apartment building. Firefighters learned of people possibly trapped inside, and with flames shooting out of the roof, they had to evacuate the building next door as well. At least one firefighter was carried out on a stretcher. Mayor Ted Green told CBS2 that thankfully everyone in the building got out unhurt. Right now our goal is to make sure we get the fire out and make sure that we uh, connect with the families and do the best we can to get them somewhere to live safe. As the fire burned, people stood helplessly watching their homes fill with smoke and flames. At least 18 families have been displaced. The New York City Triathlon is still on for this Sunday, despite the forecast for the hottest day of the year, with an excessive heat warning and a feels-like temperature expected to be 105. To make it maybe a bit more bearable, organizers will shorten the race. The bike route will be cut in half from 25 miles to 12 and a half. 
The two running portions will be cut, the two-mile first leg, down to one mile. The second running leg will be two and a half miles, not 6.2. Does that sound better? Well, either way, whoever completes this triathlon will be a hot steaming mess at the Central Park finish line. Organizers advise athletes to maintain hydration before, during, and after. The last polio case in the United States was in 2013. Until now. Sean Adams joins us from Rockland County, where a polio vaccine clinic is being set up today for those who never got the shot. Sean, first of all, how is the patient doing? Well, this uh, young Rockland County man who uh, had polio, he he is uh, suffering paralysis. Uh, Officials say he's a member of the Orthodox Jewish community. He was not vaccinated. It's believed he contracted polio from someone who received the oral vaccine outside of the country. That version uses a weakened form of the virus, which a person then sheds. Uh, The U.S. has not used that oral vaccine in more than 20 years. Rockland County Executive Ed Day said it is clear one thing freed us from this crippling disease. The reason why polio is rarely seen is thanks to the wide availability of safe and effective vaccines, which decreased polio virus from nearly 400,000 cases in the 80s to only 42 worldwide in 2016. So now the effort to try to contain this free polio vaccine today, 10 to noon, Rockland County Health Clinic in Pomona, and then again on Monday from 1 to 4. Steve, Wayne? Uh, Sean, I, as you say, you're there in, in uh, Pomona where that clinic is being held today. Why are some people reluctant to get vaccinated? Well, Rockland County officials have been working on this for some time. They're working hand-in-hand with leaders uh, in uh, the Orthodox Jewish community to overcome uh, a bit of reluctance among some people. Not everyone. Some people uh, just uh, don't have uh, trust in, in, in vaccines. And it's in that we saw that throughout COVID in all corners of uh, society. Uh, this effort really started a while ago when we had a measles outbreak several years ago. And so everybody trying to get the message out that uh, please get your children vaccinated. And then it continued through COVID. But it's believed that what we saw during COVID, uh, the uh, the mistrust of, uh, of science, uh, it led to some families actually putting off um, the, uh, you know, the required immunizations uh, for children. So uh, there's going to be some catch-up work done here. But people are trying to uh, use a, a message of, uh, of uh, science and facts and uh, can convince people that uh, this is the right thing to do. Sean Adams in Pomona this morning. Now in the morning news roundup with the WCBS weather forecast, Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen. Another hot one, Craig. Yes, it is. The heat advisory actually goes right through the weekend. Today's high, 90 to 95. The only difference today is that the humidity may be just a touch lower, just enough for you to uh, to feel it. And then tonight and Saturday night, the humidity is back for the nighttime hours and right through the weekend. So near 80 again as a low for the city and mid-70s in the suburbs. The Saturday high, 92 to 98 with a heat index above 100 in spots. And on Sunday, probably the peak of the heat, 95 to 100 with a heat index up around 105. And we can't rule out a thunderstorm later in the afternoon. There is a break foreseen early next week. Right now in the city, we have 79, humidity 62%, and the wind is calm. Well, Craig, all the talk is turning into action now and building a brand new Penn Station in New York with a $7 billion makeover now getting state approval. The Empire State Development Board has okayed a redesign that will make the train station taller with natural light pouring in, although some of that light will no doubt be blocked by any of the 10 new office towers that will be going up. There'll be some residential 
space in there as well. Developers will get tax breaks totaling an estimated $1.2 billion. Vaccines for monkeypox will be available, limited as always, for those yet to get their first shot. Appointments start at 6 tonight at the New York City Vaccine Portal. The health department received 26,000 doses this week. A batch of 17,000 will be offered first. And history shows the shots will go fast within hours. New York City is the center of the outbreak, with the number of cases just shy of 800 in the city. Those with multiple or anonymous male sex partners are particularly at risk. Manhattan Borough President Mark Levine is concerned this virus is overlapping with COVID. We may be facing a tough late fall and winter. I think we need to prepare for that and um, that we may be in a multi-front fight if monkeypox uh, continues to rise. He says the public health system is being strained. More about monkeypox in this week's 880 In-Depth podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your audio. Mayor Adams is promising to do better after reports surfaced that homeless families had been sleeping on the floor at an intake center in the Bronx. Here's WCBS's Steve Burns. New York City law states anyone showing up at a homeless intake center must be provided shelter that same day. What happened in the Bronx this week, according to the Legal Aid Society, was a clear violation of that law, with multiple families sleeping on the floor of a waiting room. There is the letter of the law and the spirit of the law. This administration operated in the spirit of the law. And this administration is made up of human beings. Human beings drop the ball sometimes. Mayor Adams says they'll do better, but he's also patting himself on the back, insisting the city's dealing with the arrival of migrants from the southern border. To critique an administration that is compassionate to house 3,000 people, four families that should not have been there. There was no reason for us to cover up. We did a great job, and we're going to continue to do better every day. Legal Aid says the problem extended to far more than four families. It's threatening litigation. Steve Burns, WCBS News Radio 880. Good morning, I'm Steve Scott. And I'm Wayne Cabot. Good morning, it's the Morning News Roundup, and here are three things to know. Outtakes just released from Donald Trump's speech asking rioters to leave the Capitol indicate he deviated from a script that read, But this election is now over. Congress has certified the results. But here's how it came out. This election is now over. Congress has certified the results. I don't want to say the election's over. It took Mr. Trump almost an hour to record that less than three-minute video. Second thing, the Secret Service reportedly is under investigation, criminal investigation over its decision to delete the text messages that agents sent around the time of the attack on the Capitol. And number three, CVS Health is asking pharmacists in some states to verify the prescriptions they provide will not be used to end a pregnancy. The policy started this month in Alabama, Arkansas, Idaho, Oklahoma, and Texas. Now our WCBS News Radio 88 seconds in sound for this date, July 22nd. The hottest it's ever gotten around here happened on this date in 2011. Newark reaching 108. In the hot summer of 2016, the Democratic Convention in Philly. I am so thrilled to announce that my running mate is. You remember who it was, don't you? Not going to lie, I had to go look it up. We'll get back to that. 2020, after the U.S. House approved COVID stimulus for the states, the Senate leader said no. Mitch McConnell's plan was $2 billion short of what the House passed, and the normally mild-mannered New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy got about as mad as he gets. This is a slap in the face of every governor across the country, Republican and Democrat. 
Matter, People versus Orenthal, James Simpson. 1994, O.J. doesn't just plead not guilty to murdering his wife and her friend, but pleads... Absolutely 100% not guilty. Absolutely 100% not guilty. And the jury would agree. 2009, President Obama tells a primetime news conference Cambridge Mass Police acted stupidly in the case of black scholar Henry Louis Gates, who got locked out of his house and was arrested when a neighbor reported a burglary in progress. The president said despite progress in race relations, blacks and Hispanics still get singled out for arrest. And after talking with both Gates and the cop, the president said this. My sense is you've got two good people. The fact that it has garnered so much attention I think is a testimony to the fact that these are issues that are still very sensitive here in America. He invited them to the White House for a beer summit to talk it over. That one incident, said Obama in his memoir, caused the largest drop in white support for his presidency. Oh, and back to candidate Hillary Clinton. Did you remember who she picked to go up against Trump Pence? I have to say that Senator Tim Kaine is everything Donald Trump and Mike Pence are not. I knew you knew. This is July 22nd. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.